recording. Oh, now I see it. I just pushed the button. We ain't got to wait on nobody else, child. Everybody else talking about they going to Hey, as usual, per use. I don't know. I got caught up in Hotel Elegante, so, you know, (laughs) I barely made it myself. (laughs) Hotel Elegante. You had to be there. You had to be there. (laughs) (laughs) No, that motherfucker is probably a motel. It's not quite a hotel, okay? (laughs) Hell was had to get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. (laughs) I was in the wrong side of town. I was in the wrong side of town. Well, on that note, good evening, everyone. (laughs) Welcome to All In With Ace. A group of eight friends who met in college 20 plus years into the future decided to do a podcast to talk about Hotel Elegante. (laughs) 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 And other things such as. This podcast is sponsored by Hotel Elegante. Man, in the hood. <laughs> where you, you know, pull up, where you pull up, and you got to get the fuck out of Dodge as soon as possible. You pull up, you might not pull off. Yes, sir. <laughs> you pull up, you might not pull off. I like it. <laughs> Write it down. Put it on the t-shirt. What's up, y'all? I do. That's definitely going to t-shirt. Hey, Bridget. See, guys, we got a new voice. We got a new voice. It ain't just me and me today. We got. The homie, we had to clarify we were going to call her by her nickname, but Pebbles, what's up, nigga? What's good? What's good? (laughs) Yeah, man, we're so glad to have you on here. Uh, I guess we should start with an icebreaker or a few icebreakers. We probably going to have more people to join. I'm not totally sure, so we might get up to six tonight. I just stay with three. Yeah, man. It might be another new voice on this joint tonight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm trying not to smack in this microphone because I'm eating grapes. But, okay, we'll start off with an icebreaker. Who want to, uh, I'll go first. Um, okay, if you had $10,000 on a gift card. <sighs> To any store, where would you want it to be? It can only be one store. One store. And it's ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand. Ten. Is it bands? Yeah, ten bands. Oh, uh, I would say to the Apple Store because I could go buy a whole bunch of stuff and then resell it at a higher value. <laughs> that's the that's the hustler mentality in me. I always said Apple Store. Yeah, that would that would be my answer. <laughs> that was a real good answer. I was like, okay, <laughs> little hustle mentality. Yeah. I was thinking nothing like that. I was thinking like Havity's, like a furniture store, so then I can buy up all the stuff in my house in one fellow swoop. Yeah, and then I probably need to sell some on eBay. I can, but yeah. I was thinking more like household stuff, and that that usually has all the stuff I want: furniture, accessories, vases, paintings, everything. Mm-hmm. I just buy a whole room. That was smart. I was thinking ten 
$10,000 for a room? Just one room? <laughs> No, I mean, it'll be multiple yeah. rooms. It'll probably be like two rooms. We get happy. Like, if I didn't have a couch already. Okay, so I would probably buy stuff to complement the stuff I already got. Like, I still want, like, a vase and, like, some cabinets or bookshelves and, you know, stuff for the basement and for the bedroom. So, yeah, I, yeah, probably be a few rooms, maybe. Maybe two and some bonus stuff. Okay. I guess I'm a nigga because I don't decorate like that. But I hear you. I I, I get where you coming from though. I don't decorate. Eh? I mean, you decorate. You've had decorate like stuff in your house that's coordinated, right? It's coordinated. I mean, I got a picture up, but I bought that from a crackhead. Like it's, it's different for me. You know what I'm saying? That big ass picture <laughs> I got, I got that from a crackhead. Like nah, I don't decorate. I, I got mean, pictures. Crackheads got taste too. Well, that's the thing, right? So I, I don't have any pictures up. Like I got a picture in a picture frame that's sitting on a table. But I want like artwork or a mirror. Like it's either a mirror or artwork that I want on the wall in, in one particular place in my house. So like in my head, I'm visualizing all the stuff that I need in order to complete the look that I'm going for. And I'm missing a few things in, in every room. So I'm thinking, oh, if I had $10,000, I can go to Haverty's and I can pick up boop, 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 all these things to make the room complete. So it'll just be stuff to complement what I already got. Yeah, okay, I'll see you. Okay, then, have it is. Man, I was just, I'm just a regular-ass nigga because I was just like, give me the 10K so I can go to Target. <laughs> you want to, okay, so Target, you can spend $10,000 for stuff in Target. That ass, yeah, like, yeah. how? How is that possible? Ten thousand dollars yeah. a target? Are you Wait, serious? Okay. I didn't. I didn't. Ten thousand dollars a question. target? Well, I don't. I don't go to. I don't go to Target like that. So I don't Me know. Either. Yeah, I don't go to we the places out in been. I mean, they do have like the super Target and stuff, but that's like way way out. So I don't. I ain't never really messed with Target like that. It ain't never been my go to. Target got everything, yo. Like you can go in there, you get books. You can get toiletries, like hair products. You can go in there. You get your pillows. Go ahead, hype man. Go ahead, hype man. Look, I've been scoping it out. Then you can go over there. You get your clothes and shit. They got some, they got the bum ass clothes in there. I go in there, go get some clothes. Then you get some household items. Man, around Christmas time, that 10K is good and spent. Wait, but you can spend 10k in one swoop in Target even around Christmas time? Nigga, yes. I don't know what you buying up in Target. I know it's you Target. Ain't got to buy, like... You ain't got to buy much. Target is like the bourgeoisie of Walmart. Even yeah, though yeah. that I... even though that little section in the front is like most of the stuff is like under like five, ten dollars. And that's a good little section because you can get some good stuff off like right there. But yeah. Well, I think, well, you're right. I mean, I can think about like the electronics because Target sells like TVs and PlayStations and that type of stuff. Well, if I didn't have TVs, then maybe like if I had an empty house, probably. But I just can't think of like what I would spend $10,000 on in Target. The whole T Rex, though. The whole T Rex? (laughs) I don't know. I'll be going back down the aisles, nigga. Do I gotta get two? <laughs> yes, I don't think or I three. Yeah. Yes, I, yeah, I, I need a new printer. Uh, okay, and that's automatic. 
they oh, don't they to... have a don't they have a um home home care? I mean, uh, the garden. Do they have like a garden center and stuff oh, too? Oh, I didn't know they had a garden center. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What target just... y'all got in? What target y'all got in you? I don't recall a target in me having a garden center. I mean, they got like garden stock type stuff, like water, okay. stuff like that. Okay, now like flowers. Yeah, well, not like real flowers. You know what I'm saying? Not, not like Walmart. Walmart literally has, has a garden center. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I'm telling you, I don't know because I don't go. So that's why I was asking. Oh my god! I'm like I don't so go to Target shocked. either. I've but been in Target one time because they had something, one thing that I needed, and that was a phone pump. So no other place I could find a phone pump other than with Target. So that's where I bought the phone pump from. Dude, what the hell is a phone pump? Okay, so there's certain the 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 type of pump that'll take the liquid and turn it into foam. Like it's a special type of pump. Oh, why you gotta have that? Well, because I had this type of soap that was, it's normally used, it's, it's like normally used in surgical procedures so people can wash their hands before they go into surgery. It's really like intense hypo uh, antibiotic or antimicrobial, whatever they're calling it, soap to help um, to fend off different types of germs. And so I was told, oh, hey, oh, why don't you oh, use oh. this soap? But when I bought it, it was liquid and li- it, didn't, it didn't lather Sir. up. Mm-hmm. No, it was just like washing away. I'm like, something's wrong. I don't understand how I'm supposed to use this soap. So when I talked to a nurse, she said, Oh, you gotta, it mostly works with a phone pump. I'm like, Okay, where do I go to get a phone pump? I couldn't find one other than in Target. Yeah, man. See, Target got fancy ass shit. I ain't even know what the fuck a phone pump was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what? So if it's, if it's like a Walmart and I had to spend money there, I'd do like a, a home gym. Or something like that. If they got like okay. workout equipment and to help run it up, <laughs> but you know uh, what? They That's don't. Doing. Making a home gym. Yep. Oh yeah, he is. He can. He would probably say the same thing with that ten thousand dollars. Buy stuff to make complete his home gym. Yep. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. to be honest, I probably could spend ten thousand dollars in the fabric store. Don't play. I thought you was gonna say that. <laughs> I can go to Mood or go to Three Little Birds, shout out Three Little Birds, and rack up. Probably more like Mood, because I don't think the other, the smaller fabric stores have as much fabric, but I could definitely go to Mood and just spend $10,000 like that. That is? That is? Yes. Some fabrics cost like $200, maybe $300 per yard, and you at least need two yards to make like something for an adult. Oh, damn. And that's been like cashmere. I have yeah, gotta, I've shopped online, but I've never actually gone into the store. You got an expensive uh expensive habit there. <laughs> that's a lot. Well, now, fabric. Well, well, it can be that expensive. It doesn't have to be, but it's about the type of fabric you want. Like if you want really nice cashmere or cotton, it's like three count on sheets. Same oh. thing with fabric, you know. Okay. You can okay. get some rough cotton. It's still cotton, but it it ain't boiled as long, or they didn't clean it as well, and then it's not as much thread count on it. Or you can get some that's really, really high end. They did all this hyperallergenic, and it got like five thousand thread count because it's really soft and it's really good material. So, okay. yeah, it can get expensive. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
we're gonna have to, well, I wish I would have got a chance to go into the fabric store with you so I can learn more about it. Oh, I have to so much fun in the fabric store, Bridget. So much. It was just me and the lady who owned the fabric store. I can imagine. <laughs> we should have just went in there, but we was on a time crunch. Oh, you talking about when y'all just went to uh, the concert? Yeah. Was it a concert? So was it a, a... Wait, are we supposed to be doing this? I don't know how it's supposed to go. No, nah, man, we just keep stuff? flowing. Just, just oh, keep okay. you straight. Oh, okay. So was it like a... He's just DJing, or it was acts and stuff. Because I heard music and stuff playing in the background when you put it on um, Marco Polo. Like so, it was that. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I didn't know exactly what y'all went to. I thought it was just him DJing and stuff, and that was it. It was like actual acts and stuff that was up, up there moving around. Yep. So, uh, what we're talking about, uh, Mia, myself, and my husband, I don't know if he went to Atlanta, right? Name. We went to Atlanta. And we went to the D Nice concert. Uh, See, I thought. Okay, so I thought. I thought it was the. Uh, they supposed to be having one called Lovers and Friends. Oh yeah, that's something totally oh. different. That's what I. That's what I thought. No, that would not be the one we got there. No, I didn't. I didn't know. Like. <laughs> I seen I seen the the people on the stage and stuff and they were singing the songs and stuff. I thought it was like the lovers and friends went and stuff because that's supposed to be in Atlanta and they supposed to have like certain amount of um, I guess locations they're gonna have it at. I thought that's the one y'all had went to. I didn't know. Nah, it's that one was something totally different. But uh, before I inter- talk about D nice, we got another new person here. It is Sherry. Oh, I don't know what that means. Is that Iran? Yeah, what is that? And oh, her she, earphones don't work. Ah. Okay, but mm, I guess she'll just listen. But um, yeah, so D-Nice had like three concerts. Well, he had two, at, just one at the time, but by the time this airs, no, he would only have two because the one he was supposed to do in New York City got canceled because of the rain or the whatever. It was supposed to rain real bad. Because of Ida? I think so. It probably was because yeah, it was, I think it was. I <clears throat> thank God he canceled that bitch because it was New York was looking real, real crazy. But uh, but no, he had a concert um in Atlanta. Um, and I mean, unless you've been under a rock, D nice like got real big during the pandemic because he used to do these DJ sets over Instagram. And at one point, it got so big, like a million people were watching it on Instagram. Oh, I didn't know it was a million people. That's why. Yeah, they were, a million people were streaming the whole thing at one time. And he got like a million, like Michelle Obama came through, Oprah came through, like whatever. It was a big, big thing. But anyway, he's continued to do DJ sets on Instagram, um, but he did his club quarantine in certain cities. So he went to Atlanta. He was so pop. Well, to be honest, excuse us. That nigga didn't DJ. <laughs> For real? That nigga didn't. I don't know if we got, because we got there kind of late. We got there like maybe, I don't it's know. 8.30. 8.30. And it started like right at 8. And when we got there, Jeremiah was performing. And he was finna get ready to go off. And then Lil Mo did like two or three songs. Lil Mo rocked it out. And then Tweet did. did 
like two songs. So it was like, it was only supposed to be like five acts. <laughs> like it, was like, it was like 10. So I know that's why, that's yeah. why I thought it was like the lovers and friends. Cause them were some of the people that were supposed to be headlining that. Cause it was like all of the old R&B artists and stuff. That's why I thought. Oh, it was like okay. Yes. Yeah, see, I yeah. can see why. <clears throat> but I think the original people that was just unsupposed to be there were Jeremiah, Lil Mo, Escape, um, Tank, and Jagged Edge. That was it. But Ludacris came out. Jermaine Dupree came out. Oh, it's I said Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx came out. It's Atlanta, <laughs> he, wasn't he wasn't even supposed to be performing. He just jumped on stage. He gave me a song and comedy. Right. And then uh, I forgot about DJ Clark Kent was also supposed to perform. Oh, yeah. And he was there. And he DJ. He DJ for like a good 15, 20 minutes. He did. Um, he was really good. Man, I, he the bum. He's the world's best DJ, like he said. Um, and who else? Oh, oh, oh. T.I. came out. And T.I. showed his ass. <laughs> yeah. That nigga yeah. came out. See, you could tell that he wasn't supposed to be there or perform or whatever. He just kind of hopped on stage because the song he came out to was uh, Bring Him Out. And DJ Clark Kent had already played that song in his set earlier. And I was like, oh. okay. And I was like, what the hell? But then, you know, he came out, T.I. came out, I got excited. And then T.I. started cussing, going off. Like, I'm like, is this nigga high or drunk or what the hell is going on? <laughs> Well, I mean, he instantly after that rant, he went back to the table that literally had some, the biggest bottle of liquor on it. <laughs> so he's coming up to drink to calm himself down. Like, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I was cool with the songs when he was wrecking the songs and then it just went left. Yeah, because he forgot the words. That's what it was. He forgot the words. And then like, he, the, like, the, he, uh, like the verses between the locks and uh, Dipset. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't know the words. Then them niggas didn't know the words and they had the track going on in the background. How do you get the words for your own song? Like, it's your song. I mean, but but some people are performers and some people not. So exactly. when it come down to that, they'll they put the track on and they'll just say, you know what I'm saying, a couple of a couple of bars here and there, but they don't be saying the whole thing. And then some people actually go out there and give you a show. The locks gave you a show. Dang, they gave you a fucking show. Yeah. Damn. When they when it came back to hearing about the locks and how they they had a whole they was actually fucking rehearsing they yes, said so. they rehearsed and I was like I can tell you because they was finish each other lyrics and shit they had yes. the right kind of chemistry yeah the, yes mm, mm, them the kind of them the kind of performances and stuff that that I want to go to that's the that's the shit I like you want a show because I like a show and I like we a got show. show. Everybody performed what ooh, and people performed better than I thought they were gonna perform. It was just really good. Yeah. They was yeah. was tiny hitting them notes. Was tiny hitting the notes. She actually did pretty yeah. good. Yeah, that's what's up. Cause they did understand, and that's the song where that everybody gets a chance to sing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 She showed out, she did her thing. And um, they all looked like they was dressed to go to four different uh places, but you know they still <laughs> rocked out. They did. Sure. Well, I would say to me, Candy looked like she was going to a different place than the other three. 
Like Candy was going to like stump some niggas' head or something, dressed all up, and everybody else was going to like a swimsuit competition. I don't know. We all have a body suit. So it was just very different. Like they're not going to the same place. I would have been fine if they all had like three different outfits, because they would have been like three different personalities. But it was like oh four different personalities. But it was three different personalities and then Candy. So it just looked weird. But they they performed really well to me. Mia said, Candy just showed up. She just showed up an hour ago. She didn't know they were supposed to perform today. <laughs> it was like, oh, what? Is she performing? I'm on stage. Do you know what I'm on stage. And she just hopped up and started singing with him. I mean, she even has to like kind of remember the dance step. Yeah. But it was a good time. That was it was it was real fun. The only thing was D nice then we didn't see him DJ. But I mean, it was still cool to see everybody that showed up. And pretty for the most part, everybody did very well. Like they did. It was with maybe one exception, but I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shut up. We gonna talk She's about gonna leave that, that one later. alone. Yeah, okay. <laughs> she did. Oh, uh, see, I already gave it up. <laughs> You I, said, I said it whether it was a male or female, but um, yeah, but it was cool. It was good. It was, it was a good ass atmosphere. I wish we would have mm-hmm. prepared a little bit more because niggas was bringing in alcohol. Okay. Yeah, we didn't tailgate well. Nah, then one person had a whole little table set up. They had candles and shit. They had damn <laughs> wine bottles and perfect ass wine glasses. Like, what the fuck they think they do? Hey, you gotta you gotta set the mood. You know what I'm saying? Some of that some of the music take you back. You know what I'm saying? You gotta set the mood. They had it planned. I mean, all they were with a tent. <laughs> yeah, that's all they needed. But yeah, it was good. It was a good time. Like it, everybody knew all the words. We were screaming. Whew, it was a good time. Good time. Was good time. My feet still hurt. <laughs> Did you lose your voice? Uh, I didn't lose my voice, but I had I wore some heels, and I'm like, oh, I'm cool, I'm good, I'm good. But then he had to go up this hill to get to the place. I'm like, oh, that's should be fine. But I didn't expect to be like I'm usually not standing up the whole entire time when I'm at a concert. But it's been a while. It's been a while since I've been to a really good concert. And so I remember, I just got up today. I'm like, why my feet hurt? Like, I haven't done anything. I'm like, KB still hurting from Saturday. That was like a week ago. Or Friday, that was a week ago. When was the last time you've been to a concert? It's been years since I've been to a concert. Probably, I mean, I've been to one before COVID. So maybe like, like, uh, definitely 2019. But it wasn't the type of concert where I'm out, like, I'm just standing up height and listening to the music. It, it was good music, but it wasn't the type of concert where I would be up on my feet the whole entire time. Oh, okay. What was the last concert you been to, Bridget? Uh, well, we actually have, like, um, local concerts here. And, damn, I can't think of the name of who hosts them. But they, they host them at Mud Island, and that was the last... I guess you count it as a concert, but for one, I didn't pay for. I mean, for one, I paid for because that one was free. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. It's been a long time. The last one I paid for was a festival, and it had um, Rappi Asadik, 
and uh, what's the guy's name? Anthony Hamilton. Anthony Hamilton. And then the girl, Janae. Uh, Janae Aiko. Aiko. Yeah. And I was like, what is she saying? Who is this girl? Why, why is she part of this group? Um, Yo, but, but if you if you ever listen to her music, like she could, she could, she could blow, she could sing. Maybe because you know some people so light. I know, but some people, you know, what I'm saying it, it don't translate to concert land to me. But if you uh, actually listen to her music, she got some, she got some heat, like for real. I really do like her as an artist. I think the the last one I went to, Rochelle made me go see Kevin Gates and uh, Rod Wave when he first came out. Okay, that was the last one I went to. How that was, was that? like one song by Kevin Gates. You was uh, well, you know, because she's from uh, Louisiana and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, so you know we get Yeah, we 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 stood up the whole time and it was smelling like weed and Hennessy, and it was it was a great time. I, I fucking <laughs> love it. You know what I'm saying? Well, okay, no, I know now. I know two songs by Kevin Gates. What what two songs you know? Two songs what? and which other one do you know? Really, really. Yeah. Okay, you good then. That's all right. That's all that matters. That's all that matters then. Yeah. That was the last thing. I want to go to the one that they have in, uh, I think it's on the 28th or something. It's supposed to be, the baby's supposed to be coming up to Denver. I want to try to go to that one, but I don't know if I'm going to make it. Um, one guy's supposed to be coming up to, to Maryland that Michael likes. And now I'm blanking on his name, but he says, uh, uh, uh. Nigga, you gonna have to give us more than this. I know, like there's so many people right now. <laughs> Nigga, uh, uh, okay. Um, she be doing uh, too much. Uh. Who's the guy that this thing with? Um, y'all got it too much. What's the name of? You talking about money bag? Big thirty? Uh, pool shiesty? Who you talking about? No, it's not pool shiesty. It's but he was on the song with so it's the same guy. He was on Spicy and he was on a different song with Yo Gotti. I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Bye, Sherry. I'm gonna Sherry. look it up. You're gonna have to because I don't know the this I don't know none of them peoples. You be doing too much? Uh who be doing too much? That's the name of the song. Yeah. I said money bag. It ain't money bag, yo. Money bag. Yeah, money bag. Money yeah. bag. That's I said money bag. That's money the first person she said. Money bag. Oh, I hear. I didn't hear her say money bag. I heard her say poo shifty, but I meant money bag. Yeah. Money bag, money bag, money bag. And he yeah, gonna be like in there. Uh, uh, uh. He gonna be yeah, in there. He's supposed to be performing at some. Yeah, he's supposed to be at some show. Um, coming up this summer or fall. Oh, child, you gonna have to make you. Uh, is it on the outside or the inside? Uh, I don't know. I gotta check. I don't know. It might be too too many young folks for me. Like, I'll get crunk, but I don't need to get like that crunk. Like, I don't need to have that much energy. I understand. <laughs> I totally get it. You just like, this ain't really my element. Like, y'all are a generation or two behind me. Yeah. <laughs> true shit, true shit. True and, shit. I, and I'll be looking at them like, 
you really doing too much. Like, I don't want to, this is not as much as I want to do. Like, yeah. this is way too much. <laughs> I'm shocked that Mike want to go. So I don't shocked. think he want, I, well, I was thinking about asking him if he wanted to go. I don't know if he really wants to go. Okay. All right. We'll see. My, my question went like, Way, way over. Like we start talking about all kind of other shit. I'm gonna let that's somebody. That's why I in. asked you. That's why I no, asked you, you. Like, what's the process? Because you know, it's the... no, you good. This is all I'm... good. This is what we do. Oh, okay. This, this every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so my question is: Do you feel like your life is complicated by unnecessary things? Man. Hmm. Yes. And, and 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 in those in those unnecessary things, is it just unnecessary to you, or thinking about it in a family dynamic and stuff like that? Like, do you think your life is just complicated with you know what I'm saying stuff that you could just put on the back burner sometimes and all that other stuff, just totally unnecessary shit? Wow. Okay. So when you say mm-hmm. unnecessary. Give me an example. It could be like what I deemed un- unnecessary or so what what I say um, unnecessary is uh uh how can I put it like the the time that I'm spending now because I'm so used to doing a certain thing. I'm not doing that thing no more. So like my day just be filled with just unnecessary shit, shit that I don't have to do. I'm just finding stuff for myself to do, but that don't mean that it has meaning in the stuff that I'm doing, if that makes any sense. I get you. Because when you say unnecessary, I feel like I have this, and it may not be what you're talking about, but this is how I'm taking it. I'm to a point where I feel like yeah, I'm, I want to be more efficient with my time. Uh-oh, somebody cussed um, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she went to go. She went to go pick him up from by Hotel Elegante. No, okay, carry on. My bad. <laughs> my bad. My bad. I'll, I'll mute next time. My bad. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all good. I'm like shit. Just make sure you all right. Cause I yeah, I'm good. I'm good. And I'm like, oh, oh shit. We're dropping the phone. We're flying out. We got to fly out today. Okay, but yeah, uh, I have been feeling this sense of just making shit more efficient with my time. And I don't know, like, if shit is a waste of time, that shit irritates the fuck out of me. It's like, I could be doing something else. Is it more so the the time management that irritates you or the actual event itself? The actual event itself. Like, it ain't me. Am I here? It ain't me because I'm a time management motherfucker. I don't like, let's get to the shit. Get to the, get to the shit. That's it. That's how I've been functioning lately. Like, I ain't got time for all this extra stuff. You know, just like cut right to the chase. But uh, nah, it's more so stuff that I cannot control and I'm like, damn, I, I got to sit here for 7.5. <laughs> 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 I 
Like, I, I feel you. I feel you. I got you. Like, nigga, we through. <laughs> I could be like gone to something, you know, like my mind started wondering, and I'm like, I need to be doing something else with my time. So, yes, to your question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more about time efficiency as I get as I become 40. Like, okay, you need me to help you with what? Like, exactly. Cut to the shit. Like, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um, mine is probably, is there something in my life that I feel like it's a waste of time, right? That's the question. Yeah, do you, no, do you feel like your life is, is complicated by a whole bunch of stuff that's shit. just like unnecessary? Like you, like yes. certain things that you do in your life, you do it because you just being nice or you told somebody mm. you wanted to do something and then you don't end up doing it. Like just, it's some of it just be unnecessary. Uh, yes. Uh, the easy answer is yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's unnecessary? Uh, I mean, it's a, probably a few things, but I guess mine isn't necessarily wasting time. I think some stuff, um, it's unnecessary. I do myself and I know it's unnecessary and I probably could do better if I didn't do it. And some stuff is where it's, it's like you said, Bridget, it's outside of my control. And in response to some of it, I'm doing certain things and I think, oh, this is unnecessary. Like, certain, like I, I know definitely certain stuff at work is like, this isn't even necessary. This is a waste of time. Why are you doing it? Um, and I can definitely see, so like, <laughs> different things at home like uh that I would do and I'm, and I'm thinking in my head like Michael might say oh we gotta do this I'm like we don't this is really unnecessary we ain't gotta do this um so yeah I mean that's a quick answer I'm trying to think about a specific example to share that I think oh this is unnecessary I shouldn't like this is a waste of time I'm not doing it I got it well I'll share. Fuck it. So, um, I'm sorry, Pebbles. Is I mean, did you want to say something? Cause, child, you know, I get to talking. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I don't know. I think uh, for me, since I'm trying to find my way in the world right now and stuff, from uh, my life like totally changing once I got out of the military and stuff. It seems like everything for me is unnecessary because it's not what I'm used to. I'm used to having stuff like a certain way mm. that makes any sense. And then mm -hmm. when you deviate outside of that, because I have to have a plan, I got to know what's happening. It's like I get caught up in the, the planning portion and I forget to fucking have fun when I'm doing whatever the fuck I'm doing. Because to me, all of this shit be like unnecessary. Like, oh, why the fuck we got to do that? And why we got to do that? And all the other stuff. That's why I asked that question. Gotcha. So it's more so you're going through a life change. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Do mm. you care to share with the people what your life change is, ma'am? Oh, retiring from the military. Because you know that's you know that's that's all I that's all I know. So when it comes down to certain things, uh the stuff that you used to from the day to day from me having the job as, as being in the military is like totally different now. And so when somebody be like, oh, let's go do this, let's go do this. I'd be like, what the fuck? Huh? Like, why we gotta do that? And all the other stuff, like, 
for me, everything is unnecessary right now. Like, yo, I, I just want to go to sleep. I just want to get high and go to sleep. Like, leave me the fuck alone. Like, everything for me is unnecessary now. And as yeah, well, I don't know. I'm going to have to grow out of that. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm trying to do stuff that, you know what I'm saying, like, actually mean something. But, like, for, like, the petty stuff, like, why do we got to go to the movies? We done been to the movies a million fucking times. We could watch that shit at home. It's, it's fucking COVID and shit. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's... <laughs> yeah, it's unnecessary. Like, for me, everything is unnecessary right now. And I, I got to get myself out of that phase. That's me being selfish, right, to me. My unnecessary a- thoughts right now is me being selfish and being so stuck and used to the shit that I was doing in the past, basically. Well, I have an example. I mean, it's not that deep, but I do have an example. <clears throat> um, so one thing I hate is when I go to the doctor a lot, but the one thing I hate is they used to ask me for my insurance card every time. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> that's unnecessary. You want me to dig in my purse to find a <laughs> card. I just came last week. We got the same information. It got to the point, I started telling them, it's in the computer. It's in your system. I'm not giving you my card. <laughs> and they were saying, okay, man, well, go ahead and have a feature checked in. I'm like, damn, Stevie, I'm checking. Like, quit asking me this. It's unnecessary. <laughs> if I'm sick, no, I don't want to dig in my purse and give my insurance card every time. You just had, you, this is the same question we had last week. This is unnecessary. Yeah, okay. Got it. Yeah. Go ahead, Bridget. Shit, I lost what it was. Hell, no, man, hell. Y'all <laughs> might be a little bit different. I'm trying no, to... No, no, this. I mean, it's, it's all your perspective of it, right? Yeah, that's true. Okay, I know where I was going with it. So, um, when I said I'm get, I want you to get right to the shit, I don't want no, like, don't butter me up. Just tell me what I need to do. <clears throat> so, uh, recently, my um, father had a stroke. And of course, my mom needs help with him. And it's also my brother. So like every day I will call my mom and be like, OK, what you need me to do? Like, you know, just get right to the shit. Like what you need me to do? Give me like because you got so much going on. She's just talking and talking. I'm like, I don't need to hear all it right now. What do you need me to do? <laughs> you need me to call 10 Cool, I got you. Okay, what you need me to do today? Oh, you need me to go to the store and do such and such, such and such. Cool, I got you. Like I, I don't want. Like I don't. I, to me, for right now, I don't know what it is about me. It might be because I turned forty. I need shit to be in black and white. Like I don't want That's no gray. No gray. No yeah. gray. Like I'm gonna tell you straight up how I feel. And I may hurt your feelings. I'm sorry. I, well, I may not be sorry. I just, it's just going to come out. Or I need you to tell me exactly how you feel. Like, I don't want no shades of gray. Get right to, like, and I don't know if that's abrupt. <laughs> I don't know if it's the therapy. I don't know. But I'm just like, get right to it. And okay, yeah, we straight. Like, I don't, I don't want all that other bullshit. But yeah, I get I get you, uh, Pebbles, because you're used to a routine, and what you did had an end. In my yeah. understanding, correctly, mm-hmm. yeah. 
and now it's not the same way at all. Everything is up in the air, and it's, it's so many variables. I mean, not saying that I didn't have variables and stuff and the stuff that I was doing, but it, it was structured, and I don't have a structure now. It's just, I'm just out here living in shit, and it's kind of crazy, because <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is not the way it's supposed to be. Make it make sense. It's not, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. So you've been retired for how long that. now? Nine months. Woo, Nine months. Wow. Already. I thought it was almost a year. I thought it was a year already. No, I got out in uh, I got out in December. Okay. So since you are so used to structure, I mean, what helps you to not feel like you going like Whatever, like it didn't, what feels like it's not a sense of structure. Oh, and what makes you think it's selfish, first of all? Because uh, no matter how I try to think about the situation, I feel like I've been gone for the, from the world. It's like I was inside of a, inside of a different element. So with mm. me being in that element, certain things run certain ways. I know, you know what I'm saying, the ins and outs of all the other stuff. When it comes down to the civilian world, it's like I'm a kid in a candy store and shit. Like, everything that I thought, you know what I'm saying, the way I was doing shit, because I'm so, uh, I would say, institutionalized <laughs> from being in the military. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a tad bit different. And it's something that, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm feeling I'm being selfish Cause like the regular things that you would basically want to do, I'd be like, ah, nah, fuck that. I ain't got to do it right now. You know what I'm saying? I do it some other time. It's just not really important to me whatsoever. Gotcha. Because I have to, at this point, I kind of got to figure out who I am before anything to start, you know what I'm saying? Making sense to me and all that other shit. If that makes any sense. It, it does. You remind me of my husband because he, like, I would say, hey, let's go out to dinner. And I swear, he would get down to the point of where it's really not necessary. Like, he would say, <laughs> oh, well, we got to drive. We got to put clothes on. Dang, that restaurant costs that much. It's not going to be as good as your food, boo. So it's really not necessary for us to go. Like, why would you rationalize all of this in, like, the same breath? Yes, that's, yeah. That'd be my thing. Going out to eat, going to the park. Uh, fucking going to the movies, all that shit. It's like I have to rationalize with myself. Like, is this something that we really need to do? Do we really need to go there? Like, it's fucking COVID too. So I'm like, hey, is this really something we need to do? Like, we can do all this shit at home, my nigga. Like, for real. And that's why I say, you know, what I'm saying, I'm I'm basically being selfish because it ain't like, you know, what I'm saying, everybody don't got the shot. Everybody got the shot. Not other stuff. We still wear masks and all the other stuff. So yeah. that's why I say that. Gotcha. <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, I realized that I was more rigid than I um, thought I was. I was like, man, until my therapist was like, your ass need to relax. <laughs> <laughs> Matter of fact, she had me write down, damn, I don't have it with me. It's on my mirror in, in my bathroom. But she was like, you need to like live more within the moment. Yeah. Instead of focusing mm -hmm. on what's like ahead, and I still do it. I can't help it. I don't know why. Well, I do know why, but when, I ain't gonna get into it. But uh, 
ever since then, I've just been kind of letting go of the control because I didn't think I was a controlling person until my therapist was like, do you really think you're not? And, I was, and she started pointing out little shit and I was like, damn. <laughs> but it was like I needed to learn to let go of some of the things like mm -hmm. uh, my husband is more spontaneous than me. Like he was just like, uh let's go to such and such and i was like i was like go where and he was like pick a place and i'm like pick a place nigga what the fuck <laughs> pick a place <laughs> just pick what just well, like, wait were y'all supposed to go like that day no like he wanted to go out of town and for okay. memorial day and okay. it's a week before Memorial Day, my nigga. It's Memorial Day. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you kind of, you know, like, it's more expensive. Like, even though it's fucking COVID, well, the numbers didn't look bad as they do now. But, you know, niggas ready to get out. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be kind of hard to find a place. Like, what the fuck? So I was just like, okay, uh, you want me to pick a place? Cool. Let's go to Savannah, Georgia. He was like, okay. And I was like, what the fuck? Damn, this shit backfired like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you think he was going to say anything other than yes? <laughs> you and Mia, and I know my husband too. That nigga don't care. He like the most relaxed dude ever. <laughs> it was okay. And I, can't, and I feel that because I literally would have gone to some like, and you guys are like, oh, I some chips and some juice. I'm like, okay, but what juice do you want? I don't drink juice. What no, chip shot on? He was like, any type of juice. What kind of chips? Whatever looks good. I took a snapshot. Ping, here are the chips. Oh, whatever, whatever seems good. I'm like, not giving you no definite answers. <laughs> no, see, I'm in the black and white. My husband's <laughs> in the gray. And <laughs> So y'all feel what I'm talking about when I'm saying I'm used to a certain thing. So if you just give me the world, I'm gonna be like, "Yo, why we got to do that? Like for real? Why? Why really?" <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm gonna try to talk my way out of it. Like you know, I'm just gonna be trying to irrational, you know, rationalize my way. But that helped me because I was like, "Okay, Bridget, he literally said you can go anywhere, relax." And shit, I planned that shit in a day. I was like, "We going here, 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 here." He was just like. Okay. Well, to me, I think it's easy when you have a person that's just like, okay. If you have a person that's like, pick any place you want to go, you pick it and like, I want to go there. You tell me to pick any place I wanted to go. So don't come back to me and tell me no after I pick the place where I want to go. So I think there's a big difference between that because that can be frustrating to have a person to, to kind of think that they're open and they're not versus someone who actually is open. But see, he can yes. be that way too, though. But, you know, we ain't going to get into all that. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get into all that. But I said all that to say is that when she told me to just kind of live in the moment, that helped me a lot. And I was just like, okay, why am I doing this? Like, I have to sit back and talk to myself like, okay, Bridget, why are you tripping? Like, it ain't no big deal. Like, you need to relax. Live in the moment. You all uptight. Why are you all uptight? It's just, you got to relax. 
So all of that, yeah. all of that means to me that you have to relinquish control, mm-hmm. and that's something that I'm not, I'm not used to doing. And I've actually had a conversation with Mia about control. Like it's just I don't know. <laughs> that's that's a hard pill to swallow when you so used to having stuff be structured in a certain way for you to relinquish control and just be like, oh, I'm gonna go with the flow. I'm just going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it is hard. No, is. and I and I and they, again, I keep bringing Michael up as an example because he's so much neater than I am. So I'm not even in the same space as him because I'm out of town. <laughs> so when I get back, house gonna be super clean. I, if I make one drop, one scene is out of place. He'd be like, "Dang!" He'll come behind, he'll wipe it up, he'll say, "Hey, can you put your cup? We can you clean your cup once you're done?" I'm looking at him like, "No." <laughs> Wow. What do you think you feel about I mean, I will probably do it for a while. Like, okay, I want a clean house too. I try to keep it clean. But you know, after like the fourth or fifth time, I'm like, oh, I can't do it anymore. It's just too much. It's a dollar in there. Uh-oh, we're getting a dollar. Shake some. I want a dollar. Uh, I think the kid trying to go out for the weekend. What dollar is that? Oh, cut up there. Where's the kid going? Oh, I can't. Yeah, Shelby, you can't say that out loud. They can hear it on the microphone. Yeah, stop, yeah let's go. <laughs> heard something. I didn't hear her completely, but I did. Yeah, hear I'm glad you did. Yeah, okay. We go leave that alone. Next question. <laughs> oh, okay. All oh. right. Yeah. Your turn, Mia. So that, uh, earlier this week in the group chat, we were talking about, I guess, a little bit of body image. And it, the question came up about Smart Lipo, was it? I think it was Smart Lipo. And oh, 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 yeah. Laser, laser lipo. Laser, it was laser lipo. And it was oh, a question talk- of... You talking about uh, in, a, in a group me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a group me. In a group oh, okay, me, we okay, were okay, talking okay, about yeah. smart, smart laser, and it was the thought of, okay, would you get smart laser, or would you augment any part of your body surgically versus, like, working out? And if you would augment a part of your body, what part would it be? It's easy. My, my abdomen. I want the fat to go out of this sucker and go directly into my buttocks. You want a BBL? <laughs> I do. You want a BBL? Okay. Absolutely. Yes. I want to look like Wendy from The Real Housewives of Potomac. They love to have a damn titties ass out every episode. I said, bitch, that is me. Yes, give us all the titty. Show your ass. Give us your stomach out. Yes, ma'am. I was like, I never get tired of seeing it. I ain't mad at her because I will be having my shit out too. Yep. Yeah, but but in the same aspect, you're talking about the uh the one that's a doctor, correct? Yes, child. The one that reminds you that she got four degrees. Yep. So would you get <laughs> mad the same way that she did on the show about the backlash that you're getting from that? Just because you feel better about yourself and this is a decision that you made and a nigga can't tell you shit. You That's the next right. best thing saying sugar. Yep. Would you get mad about people looking at you different the way that they looked at her different? But technically to me, the way she was dressing on the show, she's been dressing like that. Yeah, she might be a little bit more pitiful. She got more you know titty out. 
Yeah, yeah she might have a little bit more, you know. But you, you proud of what the fuck you paid for and shit? Like, would you be ready okay. for the for the for them friends that you have and the colleagues? I know you would dress different when it came down to being around your colleagues when you have those degrees and in that type of job and all that other stuff. Would it make you feel some type of way, the way it made her feel some type of way when somebody approaches you about the decision that you made for your life, for your confidence and self esteem and all the other stuff? Would it make you feel, you know what I'm saying? Would you just go life. ham on them? Yeah, yeah, would you just go ham on them, motherfucker? Like, bitch, fuck you, fuck your life. But what you say, bitch, I pay for this. But you didn't give me no dollars on none of this shit. Fuck you, ho. Like, would you would you go that route? Or would you just be like, hey, this is me. This is the new me. And you got to accept the new me. If you don't want to accept the new me, then get your papers. Go to walking. See, this is a loaded question. Uh, the, the short answer is I'd be like, fuck them hoes. Shit, fuck okay. them. But what were they saying though? Were they were they talking about her having a procedure? They yeah. basically they basically said that uh she's what, what did they say? Like she's not professional. Yeah, they basically said that they were insinuating some shit too. Like well, she yeah. was getting her, she got her shit done because her husband, it was rumors about her husband cheating on her, but oh, um, okay. yeah, so uh, but just starting from the beginning, me like this lady, she's Nigerian, she's really extra smart, goddamn degrees from mm-hmm. the best of the best of the best, okay, and she got three kids and she breastfed all of them. She just recently had her baby, the youngest baby, like one or two, and she got her body done. And then these other two hating assholes thought that she lost her value. I forget how yes. Giselle said it. On the show? Oh, geez. Yeah, ba- basically, like, you know what I'm saying? She she wouldn't be respected in the job field that she got and stuff like that. If she were to be dressing or looking the way she did. Yeah. So they were saying her persona had changed since she got her body done and she wearing fashion over dresses. No, I'm just playing. She ain't wearing fashion over. She got a little <laughs> bit more money than that, but uh, <laughs> way, way more. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit more money. But uh, yeah, they were saying that she you know, lost value. Like they was losing respect for the fact that she had, she looked this Word way. She was, yeah. <laughs> So, but was it really about the work, work done, or was it about what she was wearing after she got the work done? I think it was about what she was wearing. But if you go back from the other seasons and all the other stuff, she's basically been dressing the same way. All of them mm. dress basically the same way. I mean, she was wearing some stuff that, to me, you know what I'm saying, it could have been a, a size bigger, so it makes it pop because it's that size. But I mean, if you bought them, motherfucker, show them bitches off. That's how I Man. feel. Like, but they literally had something to say. Like, basically, that she looked unprofessional. Basically, and that's how Ooh. they would. That's how that world that that she lives in and works in and all that other stuff. They they would see her in that way too, and that that was a problem for them. And they they were showing concern. Oh. but it's like a. I don't know, like concerned shade. Yes, it, it, it if it was genuine. if it was my homie, 
if it was my homie, motherfucker, you done paid over $10,000 for a BBL. You done paid for some titties and some ass and all that other stuff. Bitch, work it. <laughs> Do the goddamn thing. I'm going to be a gay male on their ass. Bitch, work it. Get it, girl. Like, I'm going, <laughs> yes, I'm going to be fucking supportive. Bitch, why you ain't got your titties out? You paid for the motherfuckers. But, <laughs> I mean, some friends wouldn't, you know what I'm saying? Some friends wouldn't be like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be that friend that's you 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 dancing in the motherfucking club. I'm I'm fucking videotaping this shit, bitch. Get it, get it right. with your life. That's something Dang. that you didn't feel comfortable doing before. Right. Because when it comes down to that, uh, uh, a lot of it, I think a lot of people end up getting the procedures and stuff. It it really do help their self-esteem and it boosts their mm-hmm. self-esteem and all that other stuff. It's something that you felt uncomfortable about. That's the only reason why you're gonna sit up there and pay all that money to fix the shit. That's how I feel. No, I agree. I can see that because I mean that's partly of what the process does. But do you think it's a quick fix versus you know eating right, or is it more so you know enhancing places where it don't matter how well you eat, they will never be enhanced. For her, mm. it enhanced her like a motherfucker because she went from <laughs> not having an ass at all to having an to ass. Having well, yeah, that's she was pretty. Work out. Um, you can work out for a million days. If you ain't got no booty, you ain't gonna have no booty. Right. Like one more inch, it'll be lifted. It'll be a nice looking little booty. But if you flat ass, you ain't gonna get no booty by working out. You gotta get you some booty for some fat. And and that's what I'm saying. I just don't. Me personally. I would never do anything to alter anything. Nigga, my titties, I could be kicking my goddamn titties. I wouldn't give a fuck. Like, for me, <laughs> I'm just going to keep what the hell God gave me, and I'm just going to take that 10000 and I'll probably spend a couple, couple hundred or something on a good bra, a good sports bra, because uh, you know, I can't. Yeah, I just, I just go, uh, go get yeah. the good bra. Yes. <laughs> the bustier, you know what I'm saying? I, I just spend the money on that shit. Like, I, I wouldn't... I don't think I could alter... Alter my body like that. I can't say that. Um, I think the most thing that I probably would spend money on would be my teeth because I did have, you know what I'm saying, a gap for a long time. And that was like an uncomfortable thing for me. Like growing up, my shit was bigger than a bitch and shit. And I didn't get my teeth fixed until I got in the fucking military. But you got the motherfuckers who go get their teeth fixed and them bitches look like fucking chicklets and shit. So I wouldn't even do that. And they got to pull all the motherfuckers and you be bald mouth before they put the shit in there. So I'm straight with the braces I got and the shit that I got. Now, I wouldn't change a thing. I'm not paying for shit, nigga. I'm not paying for shit. I'm sorry. That's just me. That's my answer to the question. They got a bald mouth before. No, no, for real. They got to they got to pull all your if you get your teeth fixed and all the other shit, they got to pull all of that shit out and then put the, the mounts in and then they screw that shit in. yo. I wouldn't I wouldn't do none of that shit. I'm good. If if my retainer, I got a permanent fucking retainer and shit at the top and the bottom. That bitch fall out, motherfucker. I'm just gonna have a gap again. Fuck it. That's just how I feel. That's just how I feel. I can go get my teeth. I can go get my teeth clean, like 40 going north and all the other stuff. When when this shit wear down, I don't even want you to touch it because this is some shit that I got in my mouth like fucking 10 years ago and shit. When this shit come out, it's just gonna come out, and my teeth just gonna shift how the fuck they want to shift, and that's how the fuck I'm gonna look. I'm not spending no more money on it. Fuck it. That's just me. <laughs> if you don't accept me for me, fuck you. Yeah. That's how I feel. I wouldn't spend no money on shit. I wouldn't alter nothing about my body. 
I could be kicking my titties and I'm gonna be cool with that. I'm gonna pick that bitch up and hold it. Like a football. Yep, I'm gonna pick that bitch up and hold it. You know what I'm saying? Cradle like a baby. Oh, look at you, you old motherfucker. Look at your little tired ass. Like I'm just gonna hold that bitch. That's that. Hey, get a good bra. Fuck it. I'm, I'm good on that. So I probably wouldn't do either. And that's just because of under kind of some of the stuff that happens when you do it. Because I know a lot of the sites and great doctors will tell you, you know, if we do this procedure, you have to change your lifestyle. You still have to eat right. You have to do certain things because people get the, the smart lipo or the laser to remove fat. So you may not be enhancing or moving the fat to like one place to another. You might just be removing the fat. And I remember, you know, um, talking to a friend who had something similar done that the doctor saying, where you remove the fat, fat won't grow back. But if you continue to gain weight, the fat has to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. So if it's not going on your abs, it can go to your breasts, it can go to your arms, it can go to your legs, it can go to your face. So remembering that and understanding that it's not, it's not a quick fix to lose weight. So if you're continuing to gain weight, it's going to be continue to be a problem for you. But yeah, I, I do get like if I was moving back from my belly to my breast, my hips, and my butt, I'd be a Coca-Cola bottle shape. Egg in the stallion on y'all hoes. But then I, I also do. want to gain more weight in other places. I, I wouldn't do it. I think I've seen where I can do good when I'm eating right and exercising. It just takes a little longer. I probably won't get a big booty because I ain't got a big booty now or a big breast. I never get that. So I'll just be okay with it. But yeah, um, I so I, I mean, I, it, to each his own. But I think some people don't even want people to know they had work done. You're like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you pay for it, what's the problem? Girl, I ain't got no problem. I'll tell you in a minute. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm like, yep, here goes my surgeon car. Here you go. Yes, ma'am. Nick, go holler at me. Nick- Nigga, I got a six pack with a beer belly. Work with me. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> what? How is that yes. possible? <laughs> it's possible. You still see them lines and shit over my beer belly. You still see that. You know what I'm saying? I'm I was I fucking in the military. Beer belly. Yeah, I was in the military. I got a pudge. I hadn't had a pudge in so motherfucking long, but now I got a pudge because I'm I'm not trying to meet height and weight standards and all that other shit. Uh, yeah, because you got to in the military. Man. But them Westernized do them um if 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 your stomach area and all of them waist trainers do work. I done had my waist trainer for like a probably like a year and a half. Somebody I had a waist trainer. Yeah, the waist trainers work. If you put them on and all that other stuff. I just I have uh I can't wear it like that, like you're supposed to 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 see the results and stuff because I have like sensitive skin. So having mm-hmm. that on my skin, like wrapped around and stuff, it don't, yeah, that don't work for me. Cause I got I got eczema. Okay. Can't you wear it with a tank top? Huh? Can't the, you wear it with a tank top? The the clothing being on my skin. I have like I have to use like uh certain types of detergent and all the other stuff. Like my I have really, really, really sensitive skin. And then I have uh tattoos on both of my sides. Do you? So it's just yeah, it's just it irritates the fuck out of me. Hmm. I got tattoos on both of my sides and shit, so that shit just be irritating. I can't keep it on. You supposed to like they have different types that you can get that some of them you can wear during the day, some of them you wear, you know what I'm saying, at night and all the other stuff when you're working out. I can't wear them for for that long because it irritates my tattoo and it irritates my skin and shit. Mm. 
So I'm not getting the I'm not getting the same results that uh like my girl be getting and stuff. Like she can she with them shits all day. She be wearing a couple of the motherfuckers and it it they do work. They do work as far as your you know what I'm saying, your your uh stomach area and all the other shit. But yeah, I don't think I could do it. I bought one and I was doing good with mine until my work schedule changed and I ain't been able to keep up a, a workout regimen since. So I'm trying to get back into that. But child, this COVID weight. Woo! <laughs> this shit right I, I, here. I, Girl. I, actually lost, I actually lost weight. I, I can fit into some stuff that I had for a long ass time now. Mm-hmm. And I went down from, I was wearing like a, a fucking 36. I mean, like a 32, 34 now. Wow. I should actually went down. But I, I think it's because, I don't know. I mean, I've been, I haven't been doing the, the three meals a day. You know what I'm saying? Like the army, mm-hmm. eat the three meals a day and all the other. It's like whenever I wake up, because I really don't do shit. So, yeah. It's gotcha. good. You had a routine too. Yeah. All right. So, damn, my question going to be serious as a mug, man. Damn, Mia, you should have went last. <laughs> We're going to end on a light note anyway. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Okay. So, it is getting close to um, September 11th, the 20th anniversary. I could have sworn this shit was... The 20th anniversary was last year. I'm like, damn, what the fuck? No, but, it was this year, actually. I remember being when I was 21. That's crazy to me. But anyway, um, and I've been walk- watching the Spike Lee documentary called The NYC Epicenters, where two episodes are dedicated to coronavirus and the other two are dedicated to uh, 9-11. And he's just focusing most, you know, of course, mostly on what's happening in New York, because of course the coronavirus was really, really bad in New York, and of course 9-11. So he's just like comparing what happened with, between those 20 years. So uh, the third episode focuses on 9-11, um, and I just remember how crazy that day was. Um, and everybody in the documentary, of course, had a story like they knew exactly what they were doing that day. Um, so my question is, do you guys remember what you were doing on 9-11? I do. So, uh, I, I know exactly I was, what I was doing. I was at work. I was at work and because of where I worked at, the type of job I had, I worked with a whole bunch of uh, higher ranking, you know what I'm saying, people. I was like the lowest ranking person in the office, in the building, basically, and stuff. And um, they had like uh, TVs and stuff. And so it was, it was just, it was, a, it was a somber moment because it was like for all of us at that moment, we knew that we was going to be going somewhere. Mm. You know what I mean? And then yeah. it's, uh, I think, when did they, uh, we start going over there? I think the first time I deployed was like 2003, 2004. Mm. And we, yeah, it was, we knew something was going to happen from that happening. But mm. it was like a somber moment because we we automatically knew that, yeah, it's, it's about to be the beginning of some shit that we just don't, don't want to be in. I mean, people join the army, but you don't really never think that. Going stuff to gonna pop off like that yeah that you gonna you know what i'm saying be going to war that it was 
it was kind of fucked up for us. Yeah. Had you, had you left? Had you left Chattanooga by that time, Pebbles? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. That yeah. was uh 2000. And, uh, that was 2001. I had yeah. left there because I went to school in '98. I only stayed. Remember, I only stayed at school for like maybe a year. I think I stayed in school for a year, and then that, a little bit more than a year because you, you no, like a half. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I stayed at school for a year. And then it was a half a year, and then I went back to Michigan. And when I went back to Michigan, that's when I joined active duty. I joined active duty in fucking two thousand and one. Damn, right the same year. Okay, yeah, it yeah. was. I don't know Nah, I joined. I joined active duty in two thousand and one. Because remember, I did. Uh, I did split option and stuff, and I thought they was gonna pay yeah. for my student loans. But yeah. they didn't pay for it until uh, six months afterwards. So I ended up joining active duty. Okay. And that's when I was stationed in, uh, in Texas. Mm. Okay. That's how you got to Texas. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. So I remember I was walking to class and I was uh, living in Bowling at the time. I was walking through the UC and I saw everybody pausing and I'm like, why is everybody stopping? <laughs> and looking at the TV. So I stopped and looked at the TV. And they were talking about, you know, the Twin Towers coming down. I think it was like the first airplane had crashed into the building. And then I went to class. And when we got to class, it was a science class. Because I, I know I was going to, that was the way I was going. I forgot which building it was in biology. So I got to class. They were talking about it a little bit. And then he let class out. He like, let us go. Mm. And so I walked back through the UC and, you know, saw more of it on TV. I got home and I ended up talking to Marita on the phone about it. Mm. And I was just like, I can't believe this is happening. Is this real? This can't be real. And it just felt so surreal. It felt like it was just an odd day. And everything they were watching on TV, you're thinking this can't be, like, I must be watching a movie or something different. This can't be reality because you know, I, I, who I guess who would ever think that something like this would happen? So, um, and I remember, you know, I, I actually cried for a minute because I'm like, I can't believe this many people, you know, seeing the buildings crash, who I was in the building, you know, couldn't imagine what's happening to all the people who were up there. Um, so it was, I mean, it became a lot, like real quick, and then I was, you know, I was okay. It, it just was. A lot of emotion, a lot of things happening at one point, at one time. Yep. Okay. And you know what make it? You know what make it crazy for me? September 11th is my daddy's birthday. What? Oh wow! September 11th is my daddy's birthday. Yeah, man, it is crazy. Yeah. Um. So, man, I remember this shit vividly. So picture it. No, just play. <laughs> Session in 1955. Right. Yeah. Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yeah. It was 853. No, for real. It was 853. No, I'm uh I'm joking. But I had a nine something class. You know, Tuesday and Thursday classes. I like it's an odd time. But I was getting ready to go to class. And my routine was I would watch a different world while I'm eating my breakfast, getting my clothes together, and then I put it on the Today Show so I can catch up with world events. 
So I happened to put it on the Today Show. And it was this big-ass gaping hole in the World Trade Center. So there was like a plane hit it. And I was just like, damn, how you fly that low and you couldn't see the damn, you know, I want nobody thinking it's a terrorist attack. And I don't think that... At the time, nah, they didn't yeah, know what the fuck it was. They just said, know. yeah, it just happened. It was like, what the fuck? So, because Brian Gumble and Katie Couric was on there and they were just, you know, talking about it. They showing, you know, the building being on fire. And I was like, damn, that's crazy. Them folks got to get, you know, they were saying it was a hundred and some floors and shit. Yeah. Um, and I was like, damn, they how the hell are they gonna get down? And I'm, you know, I'm just sitting there just watching TV, and while I'm watching TV, I see the second plane. Yep. There was some oh, crazy wow. shit. I was like, nigga. And at the time I was living with Loretta and Sherry, but I I was trying not to be loud because they were still asleep. So I'm like, bruh. I ain't got nobody to talk to. You're like, wake up! Wake up! (laughs) It was so crazy. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, damn, I still got to get the class. Thinking, what the heck? I'm thinking about I got to get to class. (laughs) (laughs) We are being attacked and my crazy brain, I'm thinking we got to get the, I got to get the class. So I get the class and it was just quiet. It was like real, real quiet going to class. And um, I'm like, I ain't got nobody to share this with. Like, did nobody saw what the hell did I just see? And I get to class and your teacher let you out early. Me and our teacher, she talked the whole goddamn time. So I was just, mm-hmm. I knew she was going to come to the class and say something. She said nothing. So I'm like, is she didn't know or she didn't care. I, I I would probably say maybe she didn't know, but hopefully it was that she just didn't know. But no, my professor knew. He was just like, you know, I can't remember where he said it was like, wah, 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 you're all dismissed. And I was like, oh, okay, so I'm going to go back home. Nah, bro, she taught that whole damn class. And when I came back, when I was walking back, I had to get ready to go to work. And uh, I remember talking to another person about it. And then all of a sudden we started talking about the Jay-Z album because uh, Blueprint dropped the same damn day. <laughs> that was crazy. I got this shit like stored in my brain, but we were talking about Jay-Z and what you call and Twin Towers at the same time. But I'm like, I got to go to work. So when we get to work, that's when I was able to like talk to somebody about it because they had it on at work. And okay. You know, I was like talking to them or whatever. And it looked like one of the towers was leaning. And I was like, that tower leaning? It looked weird. Like, don't it look like it's leaning to y'all? And the dude I worked with, he was like, nah, that's the strongest building, whatever, whatever. That joint ain't gonna fall. That bitch fell. <laughs> that bitch fell. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, I just want to go home. Like, yeah. It was so terrible. It was so Did you terrible. Have to say work the whole day? Nah, I left. I only had a three-hour shoot, and I ended up okay. leaving. And then that's when I called my mama, and my mama was panicking, like, "Where are you?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm at home. I'm at. I'm in my dorm room." Mom, I'm a thousand just, miles away. Right, and she was just like. <laughs> 
do you know we under attack? And I'm like, what is happening right now? (laughs) Okay, even if we're under attack, I don't think like Chattanooga is high on the list for a plane to crash anywhere near it. And my mom stays near FedEx. So she panicking. She's like, I stay near FedEx. What if they come and crash the shit at Fed? I'm like, mama, you need to chill out. I can't help you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get your life together because you are doing a lot. <laughs> She'll be did like, call, wait, did you call your mother to be a calming voice? No. <laughs> I had called her to see how she was doing and take, you know, because that was a crazy ass day. So she like panicked and was like, you don't need to go anywhere. Like they, they done attacked the United States and you know, a, a plane crash at the Pentagon and you know, a plane could crash at FedEx because it make a lot of money. Like we, she was running a gamut on being panicky. <laughs> you got to chill the fuck out. Matter of fact, let me let you go. I'm talk to you. I'm talk to you tomorrow because you are doing way too much right now. <laughs> I, I do remember though. I actually do remember. It's like uh, Greyhound stock shot up because nobody was flying. Mm-mm. Everybody was either in the car or they were taking the Greyhound everywhere. It's like nobody's flying at all. And what was crazy in the documentary, uh, Spike Lee was, he said he was in LA and of course they grounded all the, you know, flights. Like flights. no flights were leaving that day. Hold on, hold on. What, what the documentary is on? It's on Netflix or? It's on, uh, it's called NYC Epicenters, uh, and it's on HBO Max. Oh, okay. <clears throat> but um, Spike Lee was like, he was trying to get back home naturally because, you know, his wife and kids were in New York. And he was like, you know, he had to catch the Greyhound bus from, not Greyhound, he had to catch the Amtrak train from, right. from L.A. to fucking... New York City. That, that's it's like three days. days. No, it's three, three, four days, ain't it? Yeah. I don't think he didn't say but he was on that bitch. What happened was he couldn't even get on the, the train because the train was booked up naturally because yeah. there no flights going out. And he said what happened was the, uh, what is the, the train porters or whatever, they ended up giving him like a bunk bed where they stay. Um, and they called ahead to make sure he had somewhere to stay. He was staying. A bunk bed. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know that bitch was long. Cause woo. oh yeah. Cause it happened like on a like, was it? It was like a Monday, Monday or Tuesday, Tuesday or some Tuesday. shit. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. Tuesday. It's like a Monday or a Tuesday or some shit. Yeah, he said he get to catch a that that damn train ride all the way. I was like, and like nine, it was like nine, what's it like nine or ten o'clock or some shit like that? Ten o'clock? What in in the morning? Yeah. 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 It was like nine, nine, ten o'clock. Like we had just got to work and shit. After doing PT and all the other shit, had just got to work, man. Yep, that was a a wild ass day. But speaking of the documentary, this is gonna be a little bit off to the topic, but it is still about the documentary. Okay, it was this little Hispanic man on the dock, and he was he was uh he cleaned the stairs 
in one of the uh the the world's house. Do you know that this little Hispanic man they had one man cleaning a hundred and seven flights of fucking steps? What one I was so mad I had to cut the documentary off. I was like, and he called off work that day. And um he said the man told him he couldn't come. He told him he had to come to work. I said, that nigga couldn't even get a day off. He had one wow. man. Why what was That's wait, crazy. he didn't clean the stairs? He cleaned the stairwell. That was his whole thing. That was his job. One person that had cleaned the stairwell. He cleaned a hundred and seven fucking flights of steps. One man. And they wouldn't let that man off. I went to all kind of cussing. (laughs) (laughs) Did he actually go in to work or did he not make it in time? I don't think he made it in time. Like, I think the plane hit when he got there. And he was like, the he it was only like four master keys or something because he when he saw that the plane hit the first one because I think he worked in the second one he uh went in the stairwell to because he had the master key and folks couldn't get out so his he would oh. run to the steps and let people and out. Let people out. Why would you have stairwells locked though? That doesn't make sense. I don't, I don't know if they couldn't get out because of it was a fire. I don't know. I don't know. But I didn't. I was just still stuck on the fact that he had to clean them goddamn steps. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go. You said it's on HBO Max. Yep. I'm gonna have to go watch that. It's three. Well, ep- it, it's three episodes. I think it's, it's three episodes of now. The fourth one comes on Sunday. Oh, okay. Well, and it's interesting. We I when I moved to New Jersey and I, you know, we had a slight earthquake. I, I think it was probably like 2011, 2012. It was an earthquake. You can feel the whole building shaking, like everybody was leaving. And so one of the ladies I work with, she was explaining to me how, you know, everybody felt or how, you know, people were reacting in New Jersey to the events that were taking place on 9-11. Because she said you could feel it when the towers um mm. crumbled like they can feel it in New Jersey they could see the dust in New Jersey like it just mm. literally went across the river because it because northern New Jersey is really not a far not far not too far from Manhattan right I think it might be maybe 10 miles maybe 12 mm. um it still might take you like 30 40 minutes to get in there but she was explaining like you could see it so from this hospital that we worked in in New Jersey in northern New Jersey you could see the twin towers falling you can you can hear it you can feel it and yeah. so they were reacting to in New Jersey to a lot of the things that were taking place in New York cuz they were so close so like you got the New York airports you got New Jersey airports you got Philly airports so I could just imagine all of those thinking that something was going to happen because they were in a really close radius of each other mm. Yeah, I think uh, also that that uh, I did I can't remember if Spike said he felt no. I think it was more so because they also in the documentary. I'm just telling y'all, spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm gonna go watch it, right? I'm gonna go watch it. I do want to see it now. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Hold on. I don't know if I can. It made me feel some type of way to watch shit like that 
because that was the prelude to me losing mm. friends and people that I know from from getting deployed and stuff. Mm. So you know gotcha. some some things yeah. that, you, that you watch is gone. And I don't know if I want to, you know, what I'm saying? Basically, feel. Yeah, yeah, go down that path because it's it's been a couple of things I've seen over the years that remind me of people and around other stuff. I I post, you know, what I'm saying a little certain shit, you know, what I'm saying stuff like that, but it do make me go into a place that I don't know, like sometimes some of the places you just don't want to revisit. Right. When it come down to that, because I don't know for y'all and stuff like the aftermath is totally different for y'all than it was for me. Right. I get yeah. it. I feel yeah. it. Yeah. Did change the trajectory of your life. Basically. Yeah. That was my, that was my, yeah. You know what I'm saying? My my first deployment, my first anything. You know what I'm saying? I'm going down the street. I don't have no plates in my fucking vest and there's people on the roof, you know what I'm saying, with, with fucking guns and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It, it was different for me. That was that was the, the one of the most scariest times in my fucking life, basically. Because it was like, you just, you pick me up from college and now, bam, bitch, you in this... Here you go, figure it the fuck out. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's yeah, it's it's different. Yeah. yeah, some 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 when it comes down to certain things like that, uh, certain um, fucking documentaries and all that other stuff, I just I can't watch. I can't bring myself to watch. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I just it take you to a place. Yeah, one of well, the dark watch. places that you. That you <laughs> yeah, I know. Richard like don't watch. Don't it. watch it. No. You know what I mean? Uh, um, I think I do. Okay. Because sometimes you gotta get rid of the. Sometimes you gotta get rid of the dark shit, or uh, I guess finally talk about the dark shit when it come down to being in that way for you to, you know, what I'm saying, be better for the future and shit. So. And well, I, I was gonna say I will bring up a happy point in the documentary that nobody really talks about. What's <clears throat> That uh, like the ferry boats that were in uh, like I ain't gonna even say ferry boats. Um, it was just boats, period. Like the New York ferry or like people in the water, period. That day, they ended up like rescuing like close to like seven hundred thousand people off their damn island, and we oh, wow. never hear about this shit. I didn't know that. Oh either. wow. Yeah, that's gangster. Why did they take them? They just took them. To they the other just state. took them over to the other side. So I don't okay. have a map in front of me, but you know, Manhattan is basically uh, a peninsula or an island, and they yeah. weren't even like at a complete dock, <laughs> like wherever that the boats could get, and they saw people. That's where they would get, and people would get on the boat. And they was like, they went across, it was like they went across the water like 20 sometimes just getting people off the boat. Like it was a crazy story where this man, oh, they was taking them to Jersey, as a matter of fact. And the people, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So it was, it's a little joke in the documentary where the guy, one of the, uh, the men that were driving the boat, they were like, where are you taking us? And they were like, you know, we're going to take you to Jersey. And even the people in New York was like, Bitch, we don't go to go to Jersey. And he was like, well, where the fuck y'all gonna go then? God damn it. Shit, I ain't got no damn, this a damn emergency. <laughs> <laughs> you got the 
deserve to be picky about where you going, bitch. You know, New Yorkers can't stand people from New Jersey. But yeah, man, it was like, they never talk about it. That's what I love about Spike Lee documentaries. Like, he will bring up shit and you just be like, well, nigga, I did not know that. Like, also when they talked about um, like the first female person, first female uh, uh, firefighter got on the force when she, like in 1980-something. Nigga. The first black one was like right after, like that blew my mind. But uh, yeah, that it is some happy points in it, but no, it but that's that would be the reason why I would want to watch it because I don't want to overshadow the stuff that didn't happen, you know what I'm saying, along my life with the negativity. Yeah, well, what I see as you know what I'm saying, negativity and stuff, like I, I do want to find the happy moments and all the other stuff, so I probably would be inclined to, to watch it for that reason, just to see those little because stuff like that make you think that everything is 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 gonna be better in the world. Mm. The people yeah. that went out, the people that went out of their way, the stuff that they did and all the other stuff that that's that's what make you feel like you know what I'm saying everything is gonna be good in the world, like you seeing rainbows and butterflies and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I do, I do feel that, like for real, for real. Yeah, it is like some dark moments in it. Um. What is that? Um, that's me. Oh, I'm Daddy. sorry. That's my that's my other phone. I'm sorry. That's my other phone. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me cut off my ringer. You hear that shit? My bad. My bad. <laughs> you know, I got two phones. My bad. Why the two fuck that shit play phones. right now? In that song, though. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's my ring song. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was on Kill Bill. My bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what the like, fuck what is but yeah, it does have like it's dark moments too because he was like, you just love looking at the Christian ass shit before you go to bed. But like, it had interesting moments like, you know, they talked about how women got on the firefighter force and shit and the whole maritime maritime rescue at 9-11. Like, nobody talks about it. Sherry! Seeing a silver lining, basically. Yeah, do the documentary, right? Do they like, do that? Do they cool. do they do that a lot in the documentary? Where you know, what I'm saying they they take you. Okay, we know this is a sad time for everybody. Everybody felt it and stuff. Do they they take you there where they be like, okay, this is a heartfelt moment type of thing? Yeah, he he does have those moments, but and also he has his funny moments too because Rosie Perez and her her cousin or her brother are fucking. They are hilarious telling the story like <laughs> they are so funny to me but Rosie um, Perez from Soul Train yeah Rosie, Rosie Perez, Perez you know uh from um um that's white a, men can jump oh yes that's no, on the Soul Train she was on Soul Train first yeah she used to dance on Soul Train I got VHS tapes from her dancing <laughs> on Soul Train nigga that was my B back in the day yeah she used but to get yes, it and she yes. still looks freaking phenomenal she looks so cute but yeah it does have like it's moments in there but it still was like a little dark like i'm just gonna i ain't gonna say no more than that it gets pretty dark in places but it does bring you 
that that rescue thing really I was like damn why don't nobody ever talk about that because that was my first time hearing about it but that was amazing like anybody that was on the water they was just going across the bridge to get them people off and I was like that's amazing that's excellent that's what's up I like that I like that but if you're I'm a documentary head, so I, I enjoy that kind of stuff. I like learning about history or revisiting history, per se. Yeah, because, you know, on a lot of stuff, people only have they, they certain perspective and shit, so. Yeah. And nobody really talks about it, but Spike Lee can do the fuck out of a documentary. Like, they are so good. He's so good at history telling. So, yeah. But anyway. And it, it says it says a lot about him because he got it to be on HBO Max. I was yeah. thinking you was going to tell me it was going to be on the Netflix and all because, you know, they just Netflix at, at the time right now, Netflix is just paying money to anybody that, uh, you know what I'm saying? Do for it to be on HBO, yeah, for it to be on <laughs> HBO Max. You know, it's certain subscriptions yeah. that you will get, but it's them other subscriptions and stuff. So for it to be on HBO Max and stuff like that. Yeah, you it's something know, I, I got to look into. Yep, the, and HBO Max documentaries be good as a mug anyway. I'll be sitting yeah. there. Like, so, but yeah, it's it's good. I I enjoy it, and I'm looking forward how he's gonna kind of tie it all together because he's I guess he's trying to bring up the point how coronavirus has kind of broken us apart, where 9/11 kind of brought them together. Together. Yeah. yeah, the division right. of the country. Yeah, and and I said this on Facebook. This coronavirus shit gonna change a lot. Like this, this country, this world it ain't just this country. This world finna change a lot. So it it will never be like it was December 2019. Like it's just gonna be way, 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 way different. Yeah. Yep. All right, pimping. Well, I guess we uh can wrap this joint up. Mia, are are you still here? I am still here. Oh, okay. You got us looking at the ceiling. We got all kinds of everybody asked questions. Yeah, we got all our questions in. I know we, we went on tangent. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh no, yeah. this was wonderful. No, nah, man, this is how we roll. We just, just. I mean, I listened to the, I listened to the other ones and stuff, but like, I didn't know like the type of questions y'all was asking. I know the icebreaker and all the other stuff. Like, I didn't know how it was supposed to like flow. So. It it flowed just this random. Yep. It's just just <laughs> we we make sure I don't even think we did an icebreaker last week. I mean the last episode we just I just pressed record because we didn't think we were gonna get a chance to record. So yeah, we didn't even get a chance to do an icebreaker. But yeah, so what I mean, did we lose Sharon again? That nigga said she lost a headset or something. I don't know. So going mm-hmm. forward, how is the podcast gonna work out? With everybody's schedule and all the other stuff, like how how is the podcast gonna work out? I think we ain't gonna never I think, get. I, I don't think we're gonna get our eight on here ever. I think you <laughs> no. need to change the. No, I think you need to no. change the. I think you need to change the day. Mm, okay, we gonna finish up. We gonna uh, 
we gonna talk about debrief. it when we get off here. Yeah. Debrief. Yeah, okay. yeah we're gonna talk about it when we get off here. But as we wrap this John up, tell me what was the your favorite thing about this week or the last couple of weeks? Mia, what since are the you last doing? time we've recorded? Yeah, since the last time we recorded, yeah, yeah. I got to hang out with my really good friends in Atlanta and I got to see my mama this week. Yay! That's my high point. Mine is the same. It's, uh, we got to go to the D-Nice thing and be around all those excellent Black people and we just got to be loud and get crunk in our old and way. dance. <laughs> In our old way, right? In our old Gen Z, Gen X, uh, millennial way, and yeah, we got down. It was a good time, and I got to hang out with my homie, and I get to hang out with my homie in two days again. Okay, never mind. Homie time, uh, and, and we got Pebbles to do the damn podcast. What? That is the best. Word the fuck up. We got Pebbles on a podcast. Other people on here. Pebbles on a podcast. And she Pebbles did so great. I think for me, this might be ghetto. It might be, I mean, I don't give a fuck what people think and shit. But uh, for me, my best day of the week, uh, I fucking went to a gas station to buy beer and it was a bum outside. And <laughs> I went and I bought. Two forties of Colt forty five, and I sat outside with the bum. What? And he had a forty, and I had a forty, and he just told me about his life. His name was fucking John, because I'm in you know what I'm saying Colorado Springs and shit, and uh, yeah, it's a whole lot of homeless people and shit like around this area and all that other shit. Like I literally sat on the fucking curb at the fucking gas station and shit and, and drunk a 40 with a bum and just talked about his life. That was my, my highlight. John. Yeah, shout out to John. That was, that was, that was the highlight of my, my fucking week. Like, it just made me feel that, you know what I'm saying, like, everything you be doing and all the stuff that you know to be proper, certain people made, you know what I'm saying, different decisions and shit like that. And, uh, you never know what fucking where life is going to take you. And it was just exciting for me to talk to somebody and, and have a, a different perspective. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like how you end up like this and all the other stuff. And just to sit there with that person and, you know what I'm saying? Get down to their level and shit where they at. Like that was the, I drunk a 40 at a fucking gas station with a bum like that's kind of crazy, but <laughs> hey, I mean that it's one way. way that it's that I do I do weird to... shit like that. I do weird shit. But like I mean that, that like... I mean that's that's that shouldn't be so far fetched and shouldn't be so weird for us to want to spend time with people and get get a chance to know them. Nah, because um, I, I I mean I see cool. him out there, you know what I'm saying, all the time. He got his his he got a pit and shit that he be bringing up there and shit. Like sometimes when I Cause I frequent that gas station, so sometimes when I come out, I bring some food for him or the dog. I get a couple noodles and you know what I'm saying all the other shit. And this this has been like for some years, cause this is the gas station that's like right down the street from my house and shit. And I never actually tried to talk to the motherfucker, do anything like that. And I don't know what made me do it, but I just 
decided to talk to him finally. And it translated into, oh, okay, come on, let's drink. Well, I'll be okay. damned. That's what's up. Good job. That went one way, and I thought it was going to go another way. <laughs> well, where you thought it was going to go? <laughs> I don't, I did not, the, the talking part, I was just like, oh shit, she sat down and talked to this man, but I just thought she was going to give that man a 40 and he was going to be excited about it. No, I, I sat out the back of the, uh, back of the gas station and he drank a 40 by the trash can and shit. Well, I'll be damned. Everybody got a story. Everybody got a story. Everybody got a story. Everybody got a story. Yes. The truth, roof. All right, then, y'all. This has been All In with Ace. Follow us on Twitter, uh, All In with Ace, number one. Follow us on Facebook, All In with Ace. That is A S E, not A C E. One day we're going to have to get into why we spell Ace the way we do. I do not remember, but maybe there'll be the next podcast. And uh, this is Mia, and oh, uh, this is Bridget. <laughs> With yeah, Mia, Bridget. I'm Mia, and you're <laughs> Mia, and uh, Pebbles, and we'll be at this mood. We'll holler at y'all. Peace out. Bye. Bye. How you stop? How you stop? Oh.